The Corporate Decline is a business and culture podcast that focuses on the experiences of minority women climbing up the corporate ladder. It's not intended to discriminate against those who are not considered minorities. However, it is intended to bring awareness to the workplace and, well, you. So when they come knocking, trying to find me, I tell them all, welcome to my jungle. You know the story. Amateurs turn winners. What's up, everyone? Happy Tuesday. Happy November 23rd. It is Thanksgiving week. It is time to kick off that holiday season. It's your girl, Danielle, and my co-host, Sparky. That's right. That's right. And today we are going to be talking about <laughs> Sparky. Tell them what we're going to talk about. All I really want to see is the money. I don't really need the D money. All yeah, money. we're going to be talking about money. money. <laughs> I love that record. Cardi B, money. But that's yeah. what we're going to talk about, right? <laughs> that's kind of what we're going to talk about. We're going to touch on money. But the overall purpose of the show today is to help you negotiate, right? We're going to help you negotiate your next offer. We're going to help you renegotiate your current situation. We're going to go through all the do's and don'ts of negotiation. And hopefully this episode inspires some of you to go out there when we're done and get what you deserve. And it also helps the employer out post the right thing. And what I mean by that is just share with you a story recently. I have a really good friend and they went for this job. The job post said something like, and I'm just going to put a random number out there. This wasn't the actual number, but the job post said 150,000, right? So they go through the interview process, meeting this person, talk to the recruiter, talk to the manager, talk to this director. You guys know the game, 101 interviews, right? They get to the bottom. They're super excited after about two weeks of going through the interview process. And then the offer comes. And that 150 that was advertised on the job post that they had been talking about kind of the whole time indirectly or directly or at least talking with the understanding that knowing that that was the salary that was going to be off for the job the offer comes to this individual and in their inbox is a hundred and fifteen thousand dollar offer and they're like call me up like d the job post said 150 i told the recruiter i was targeting 150 how did they come back with 115 and you know what that that left this individual feeling, well, insulted. I'd have felt insulted. How do you go from 150 to 115? We've had six conversations in between that, and you never said anything. So then the, the candidate is left feeling like they didn't live up to 150 value in the other person's eyes. And right there, you're starting off your, your relationship kind of on, on, on rocky waters, right? Because it's like if you take 115, knowing that the job posted 150, the employer kind of knows you're a sucker. Like, <laughs> they know. I don't mean to be rude, but listen, they know. Like, if you're willing to go from 150 to 115, guys and gals, listen, I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm only trying to help you. But if you're willing to go that drastically with the cut, unless it's desperate times or desperate measures, get a little bit more pushing you. Don't let people shove you. Let me break this down. If someone says 150 and they come back to you with 115, Please recognize that in their budget is 150. So how do you negotiate to get to that salary that you truly feel like you're entitled to? We're going to talk about it. And I don't mean to I don't mean to offend anyone. Please don't feel like you're a sucker. You're not. <laughs> you're a work in progress. We'll call you that. You're a work in progress. I like that. You're a work in progress. We're all a work in progress. But you know what? Before we deep sea dive into this topic, we have a public service announcement. Listen, everyone, 
If this is your first episode with us, welcome to the Corporate Climb. If this is your second or third episode with us, welcome back. If you like what you hear or like what you heard, follow us on Twitter at the Corp Climb. Back to you, Danielle. Yeah. We think we know what we're doing. Yeah, I like this jam, Sparks. This was a nice one you put in the background. Cindy Lauper, huh? Money changes everything. I like it, I like it, I like it. All right. Sorry, guys. You know what? Real quick. Thank you for all the feedback so far. Episode one, we had a lot of music going. Episode two, we didn't have too much music going. And the feedback was, bring back the music. So that's what we're going to do this week. We're going to bring you back facts. We're going to bring you back jokes. We're going to bring you back music. And we're going to keep that rolling because that's the name of the show. We're going to mix business with a little bit of fun during our corporate climb. So Sydney Lawfer, huh? Money changes everything. Let's let it roll. Let's let it roll. sure does money changes everything it also causes more problems more money more bills that's what i say more money more bills but anyway back to the show listen guys let me just put this out there there's a little negotiator in each and every one of you there's a negotiator in all of us in everything is a negotiation not to be confused with a compromise right There is negotiations, there is settlements, and there is a compromise, and they all have their own differences, and they all have their own definitions, right? So there's a little negotiator in all of us, and at the end of the back and forth, I'm going to compromise this, and this person's going to compromise that, and we're going to keep going back and forth. Eventually, we're going to come to a settlement, right? So there's a negotiation mixed with a little compromise, and then we come to an agreement. We come to a settlement, right? So there's a little negotiator in all of us. But when does it start? I get this question often. It's like, hey, D, when does the negotiation start? When can I start to talk about the money, the benefits, the perks, the total rewards? When is it appropriate? Let me tell you something. Negotiation starts the moment The moment you look at that job post, that's when it starts because you're negotiating already. You're looking at a job post. You're going through it. You're like, oh, I can do this. I've done that. I'm qualified, blah, blah, blah. Get to the bottom. You're like, yep, that's the salary I want. Or nope, that's not what I'm targeting. And the negotiation is over. So it begins the moment you're looking at the job post. And then let's say you go apply for the job and you get the phone call for the interview. All right. So now you're going to continue to negotiate. Those negotiation factors all start again they re-up right they we see it they come back the moment you get on that phone call your first phone interview right hey tell me about yourself they're trying to see what kind of character you have what kind of interest you have your background isn't in alignment with this job their culture what they're looking for their background right so we're going back and forth the recruiter's trying to figure out hey, is this going to work? And you're trying to figure out, hey, is this going to work? And you guys are going back and forth in the conversation to see if there is some room to continue, right? There it is. That's a negotiation. What do you got? What do you got? What can you offer? Well, what can you offer? Right? We're going back and forth. We're trying to find that nice balance. So we're going to get over that hump. And then that good old question comes. Bottom line, 
how much money are you looking for? And this is where I've seen a lot of people get into some trouble. And they get into trouble because a lot of people go into these situations not knowing a few things. One, the most important, your value. We all have a value. So ask yourself this question and then write down what comes to mind right now. Grab a pen, grab a paper. I'm going to ask you something. What is your value? I didn't ask you how much you were worth. I asked you, what is your value? Write down everything that comes with you. Everything. Experience. Education. Certifications. Reputation. How much is that worth? What is your value? That's a big question. A lot of you go into these conversations not even knowing what your value is. Once you determine that, go look at the market. The internet is a tool. Google is a tool. Salary.com is a nice tool, resource. Payscale, all right? Glassdoor, LinkedIn is how you value yourself in alignment with how the market values the jobs that you're targeting. Are you in alignment? Are you saying you're valued at 150, but the market is telling you right now you're valued at 125? Or are you valued at 150 and the market's telling you, hey, you can probably get 175. Heck, you might be able to get 200. A lot of folks go into these conversations not knowing their value and not knowing the fair market value for the job that they're applying for in the industries that they're applying within. So write this down. First thing, what is your value? Second thing, what is the fair market value for the job that you are targeting? Okay. Two things right there. Write them down and write down your answers. Make sure they're in alignment. What happens if they're not in alignment? And this happens more so now than ever before, right? Because let me, let me just break this down to you, right? Some of you are going to come off of being in good jobs that gave you more than the market value, right? You were blessed. Maybe at the time that market value for your position was 100 grand and you ran into an employer who offered you 125, 135. Now you find yourself either without a job or looking for another job because of several things. And you go into the market and you realize, whoa, <laughs> one, I didn't appreciate what I had and now I know that the grass may not be greener on the other side or two, some of you go into the market, you're like, whoa, I've been cheating myself this whole time, right? So there's, there's, there's two things to, to keep in perspective there. Sometimes we go into the market, we go for a job, you know, we're searching for a job and we have this rude awakening. One, that we've been devalued for a while or two, we were in a really good and fortunate situation. And now the reality is that that's not what the market is currently asking for, calling for. Let me, let me break this down for you a little bit better. You bought a house. That house, when you bought it, was valued at $400,000, all right? You go to sell that house a few years later, and the market is only calling for three hundred and eighty. 
No one's giving you more than 380. That's just what the market is calling for right now. It's just the time that you went out for that job, that time that you went out to go buy that house or sell your house, the market's just calling for something that's a little bit different than what you thought it would be. That happens all the time. A lot of things factor into that, but at a high level, what really factors into that is what's trending, what's going on with the economy, right? What's going on politically. So pay attention to all that. Are you shopping for a job? Are you shopping for your house at the right time? Timing is everything. Time is really money. Because if you were to go to buy that house or sell your house a few years later, you might get 400000 You might get four fifty, But it all depends on the time you go to shop. But regardless, do your homework, write down what your value at to you, and write down what the market is and see if they're in alignment. If they're not in alignment and you're in a position to hold off and wait, then do that. If you're not in a position to hold off and wait, then understand that you might want to come to reason, right? Come to reason, come back to reality and understand that this is temporary. Just because you are going into a job at X salary doesn't mean six months from now, a year from now, two years from now, that circumstance won't change and that value won't increase. It's all about timing. What is your value and what is the market saying and is this the right time? Okay, all that matters. Time, I've been passing time Watching trains go by I'm playing this record for a reason, listen up. All of my life Lying on the sand Watching seabirds fly Wishing there would be Someone waiting home for me Something's telling me it might be you. This record's from my mom. It's telling me it might be you. All of my life. Looking back as lovers go. I play that record and I share that record with you. One, because, well, it reminds me of my mom. And uh, I know she's listening right now, so shout out to my mom. Thank you for all the inspiration that you've given me throughout my years and uh, throughout my corporate climb. But Patty Austin says something really key in this song. She says, time. I've been passing time watching seabirds fly. If I found the place, would I recognize the face? So let's break this down real quick into our world, into our corporate world. Some of you guys are sitting at current jobs right now and you know you're wasting your time. And sometimes a simple conversation with your supervisor saying, I feel stagnant, I feel like I'm not growing, that I'm kind of wasting my time is okay to have because there's nothing worse than sitting at a job 
looking out the window and just watching time pass you by, watching seabirds fly and wishing there could be something else out there for you. And if you're feeling that way, then there is. You just have to go find it. And that can be your simple art of negotiation. When someone asks you why you're looking for your next opportunity or your employer's asking you, hey, what's going on? You can say, listen, I've been I've been sitting here passing time just trying to reflect on my career right now and I, I feel stagnant. I feel stagnant. I don't feel like this is the place where I belong and your supervisor may come back and want to give you a, a situation where that your employer now is the place that you belong. You just needed you just needed somebody to uh, show you that, you know. But also know that if it's not your current employer, that there is a job out there waiting for you. There is the right fit somewhere. You just have to stop passing time. You just got to stop passing time watching those birds fly out the window. Wasting your talent. You got to go out there and find it. I remember I was at, at this at this job and, and they had treated me well throughout the course of several years. And I just remember sitting there just feeling like I was passing time, just watching, you know, seabirds fly out the window and, and fly past the window. And I remember I called my supervisor and, and I said I, to her, I said, you know what? I'm unhappy. And to, to her credit, she tried to keep me happy, right? I was honest. And she listened to my honesty, and that honesty allowed me to be, have more responsibility. My, my role was more enriched. She gave me a little bit more money, thinking that that was, that was it. I can share with you that while that helped out for a few months, you know, it, in the long term, it wasn't, it wasn't it. I didn't have that feeling when I went to work where I'm like, this is it. And all of my life, I've been waiting for this opportunity. Like Patty Austin's talking about in the song, like all my life, I've been waiting for you. All my life, I've been waiting. It's true. I don't know about you, but I want to go to work and feel like I love what I do to a point where when I get up, it doesn't feel like I'm going to a job. It feels like I'm going to just another gathering that I want to be at. I'm just doing things that I want to do. And I didn't have that feeling. So I was honest in my negotiation. And I just literally told my boss how I felt. We had a great working relationship. She tried to help me. After a while, it just wasn't working. And, and that was okay. And so when I finally did get up and, and find a new position that gave me kind of these feel goods that are, you know, the feel goods I get listening to this Patty Austin song, there was no room for her to negotiate with me. She knew it was time for me to go. And I tell people this often because it's true. Sometimes in order to grow, you got to go. I'm not trying to motivate you guys to quit your jobs, but I'm telling you that if you are unhappy, life is too short to remain unhappy, staring out the window, watching time pass you by. Mm. So have a conversation with your supervisor if you have that kind of relationship and see where it takes you. Yes, absolutely, D. Absolutely. Real quick, everyone, we just want to give a special shout-out to our partners over at Garden State Council Sherm and HRMA of Princeton. Thank you so much for your support. Back to you, Dee. 
Thank you to all of our partners. We appreciate you. Thank you for your support. As many of you guys know, I spent a bulk of my career in recruitment. So with that, I've seen a lot of negotiations go really well and not so well. And this one time, this one experience that just just sticks out to me is I was recruiting this person and, you know, they started off saying that they wanted 110. And I believe it actually was 110, right? So we go back and we put this person through the interview process. And towards the end, we want to give her a job offer. And then she comes back and says, yeah, I just got this job offer for 130. So unless you guys can match this job offer at 130, it's a no deal. And, you know, Companies do have budgets. I just need to be really, really transparent when I tell you that companies do have budgets on jobs. And 110 to 130 can be a lot of money for a company because they may want to take that extra 20,000 and put it towards something that they find a little bit more useful of their, their funds. And it's not anything to take away from you and your experience. It just is what it is. So we started this conversation a few weeks prior at 110 then this person gets a job offer and they're like, well, unless you can top this, then it's no deal. And look, what ended up happening is we didn't give this person the job offer. We were like, you know what? Forget it. We have other candidates who will take the 110. And actually, I think we had a candidate that took it a little bit less than that. And then we ended up making that person whole at 110 because that was the right thing to do. So some of you guys talk yourselves out of a job interview because you use another offer to negotiate the next offer. And that's not always a bad thing, but let me just give you a little real world perspective. It's like you go on on a date and you meet somebody, right? And they're awesome and they got everything you wanted. And then you go out on another date because you're not committed. You go on another date with somebody else and they may not have the benefits, the perks of the first job offer that you were really tackling, but they give you a little bit more money. And some of you are so stuck on I call it stuck on salary or stuck on stupid, stuck on the S that you just stuck on the dollar sign that you go back and you tell that person that you originally went on a date with that you were targeting that you really like, like, listen, you're awesome, fantastic, but I got this other job, this other person that is, you know, willing to give me, you know, a little bit more money per week. How would that make you feel, right? It's sometimes it's that simple. So as the same time that you are negotiating, the job is negotiating with you too. And they want to feel special just as much as you want to feel special. So I saw that go really, really south for that person. Fast forward to a few weeks later, that person called me back, was like, hey, is the job still open? I'm like, nah, like, <laughs> you can't go back to the table and be like, I got this, this hot offer. Can you match it? You either want to be with me, you want to be with us, or you don't want it at all. So it's as simple as that. So the point in that, that, uh, that story is target the job you want. And if the job gives you an offer that you can maintain a lifestyle with, you can maintain your happiness with, then go for it. Because it's not just about salary. Sometimes you guys are so stuck on salary. You don't take a step back and ask, what's the total package? All right. And that's life. Think about it. If we go back to dating. Sometimes we're so stuck on how much money the person can bring to the table. We don't take a step back and go, what else can they bring to balance out that seesaw, right? We talked about that seesaw last week, but what's going to balance out that seesaw? What's going to make it even? So 
another negotiation tactic you can use is saying, I have a salary range. It's between X dollar and X dollar. And it's all dependent on the total package. The total package can be how much money is the employer contributing towards medical dental vision? Okay, let me give you an example. You have two job offers. One is for 100,000, one is for 115, okay? The 100,000 is a lesser salary than the 115, but your med medical benefits, right? Bi-weekly, they take out $150. That's the $100,000 salary offer, right? The 115, yeah, it's more money up front, but now you have to pay $200 bi-weekly. Who's really offering you the better deal? Is it breaking even? Is one costing you more than the other? All right, let's take it a little step further. $100,000 job, lesser cost on the benefits, and you get to work from home. So you don't have to spend money on gas. Maybe you can even lower your car insurance. 115, more money on the health benefits. Oh, by the way, it's a hybrid role. You have to commute to the office two to three days a week, and your commute is 30 minutes to 60 minutes each way. Well, you guys know the money at gas. The prices right now are crazy. I don't even have to get into that. Which job are you really coming out more at the end? $100,000 offer or $115,000 offer? You do the math on that. I'll tell you right now, the $100,000 offer. So it's not just about the salary. Don't get stuck on salary. Get stuck on whole package, right? Some of you people listening, take this into your dating lives. Don't just get stuck on how much money that person can bring to the table. Get stuck on the whole package, that whole value they can bring into your life. It's no different than a job. So ask about the whole package. Ask about how much it's going to cost for medical, dental, and vision. Ask if they have a 401k. And not just if they have a 401k, which is a retirement plan, do they match? Some companies will offer you a 401k, but they don't match. So you have this great salary, but there's no 401k match. But the other job, the salary might not be as great, but maybe they match 5%, no cap. You got 5% of a $100,000 salary. I mean, you do the math. If you're given 3% each paycheck at $100,000, the company's matching 3% or 5%, whatever their match may be, that's free money towards you. Ask about their vesting period. Are you vested the moment you walk into that job with your 401k? Meaning, if they give you $100, that's your $100. Or do you have to wait three years? So yeah, you're gonna see that vest, you're gonna see that $100,000 hit your account, but if you leave that job, oh, they're gonna take that money right back. You have to be there three years in order for that money to actually be yours. All that matters. Ask questions, how much, write this down. How much are they offering on salary? First question. If you're participating in medical dental vision, how much does it cost you per paycheck? All right, and what are those medical plans? Are they high deductible plans? Are they low deductible plans? Are they no deductible plans? Do they have a 401k? Great. Are they matching on that 401k? PTO, paid time off. How much vacation time are you getting? Is it two weeks? Is it four weeks? Add all that into your total package and then make a decision. Don't get stuck on salary. 
don't get stuck on salary. Because sometimes you're focused on the wrong things and then you end up screwing yourself. Straight up. Ask about the total pack. Jesse J featuring B.O.B. Price Tag. Yeah, man. I mean, listen, it's not just about the salary. It's not just about the money. It's about the total package. Just remember that as you go about your negotiations, it's not just about base salary. It's about the total package. Ask about how much they paid towards their medical dental vision. Ask about a 401k. Ask about a bonus. All of that matters. All of that adds into your total package and then come to make a decision. The last thing I wanna just say is, sometimes people have jobs and they interview for other jobs, not because they wanna leave their job, but because they wanna bring back another offer to their employer and say, hey, this other company offered me 10% more than what you're offering me, what can you do? That's a negotiation tactic and that's okay. I'm not taking anything from that, but just be prepared for the outcome and the possibility that your current employer might not give a damn. I'll say that out loud. They might not give a damn and they might say good luck with your next venture. And that's it. You can finish on Friday. That could be this Friday. It could be next Friday. It could be you can finish today. Be prepared for all of those things. Sometimes people think that they are irreplaceable. You are not irreplaceable, right? So be prepared for if you bring your employer another offer that they might just tell you to walk. They might just tell you good luck. Before you get to that point, if you really enjoy your current position and you just want more money, just have a conversation with your supervisor and say, hey, come prepared. Fair market is this, you're paying me this. Can you make me whole? Because right now, this great resignation era that we're going through, it's a hot market for people to get jobs. It's just hot. And employers recognize that. You're working for a good company, they understand that. And if you just have a conversation and say, hey, my wants and needs bucket is getting depleted, can you fill it more? They might just do that. So you don't even have to go do a song and a dance with somebody else. Have that conversation first. That way you don't catch your supervisor, especially if you have a good relationship with them, off guard. Don't just come back and say, this job offered me this. What can you do for me? Because you may allow your employer and your supervisor to feel like, whoa, (laughs) I, I didn't even see this coming. You don't want to blindside anyone either. So just be mindful of that. Mindfulness is exactly what we talked about last week. Practice mindfulness. Listen, guys and gals, as we close in on today's podcast titled Negotiation, I just want to recap 
All right, so let's just recap real briefly. First things first, there's a negotiator in all of us and there's always room for negotiation. The first offer may not be the last offer, right? So if someone's offering you an X dollar, but your expectation was maybe $10,000, $20,000 more, ask not, have not, as my mom always said. Just ask. The worst thing they can say is no. It's not what you say. It's how you say it. If you're currently employed and feel like you deserve more money, make sure when you're asking for that, you come with supporting facts. If fair market is telling you you're worth 10% more than what you're currently receiving, come to your employer, come to your supervisor with some hard data to support what you're asking for. You never know what the outcome's going to be. Don't just go out in the market to get a job offer to throw it back into your employer's face and say, hey, I got a job offer with this job. Can you meet me here? If you have a good relationship with your supervisor, if you like your job today, just start the conversation. No one likes to be caught off guard. If the market is not calling for what you feel like you're valued at today, that's okay. Remember, timing is everything. Be patient. The market will turn around again. It'll turn around in your favor. Six months, 12 months, two years, but it will turn around. You just have to be positive. And listen, if it's just not the right job for you, there's another job for you. When that door closes, that's all right. There's always a window to go through. Always remember that. And that's time, everyone. Listen, if you like what you heard, follow us on Twitter at The Corp Climb. Also, if you want to check out our previous episodes or just stream live with us every Tuesday at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can do that on www.thecorporateclimbshow.com. Until next week, have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Have a great Black Friday. Don't spend too much. And we'll see you next Tuesday. Sparky, take us out of here. Hey, everyone. It's me, Sparky. Thanks for joining us today on The Corporate Climb. If you like what you heard, follow us on Twitter at The Corp Climb. See ya.